0: This is Josh Border.
1: and Jason Verkhart. Please keep your hands and arms in
0: the vehicle at all times. <laughs> this is the solar coaster. It is a vehicle-centric show. <laughs> <laughs> Episode number 72. 72. 72. The state of EVs in 2019, now and 2019. What's going on with EVs? specifically in Maui.
1: Right, we've had this idea in our head for a long, long time. We wanted to get out there, talk to all the actual dealers on island, and find out what their experience is, what their point of view is.
0: It's so funny too, it's like, you know, we were, we were getting ready to go do it, and then we, you know, I'm like, oh geez, it's gonna be tough out there, you know, they're gonna talk, and everyone's like, yeah, hey, what's up? Let's talk about electric vehicles, let's talk about hybrids, let's talk well, about what people we, are we, we
1: did ask specifically for their <laughs> EV-centric person. Like, right? you know, they're, they're experts, and these are all people who are invested in the technology. You know, they've been educated in it, they they understand what's going on. Yeah. They really uh, have a passion for it. And they were the there was some <laughs> product knowledge out there. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. They, really know, sure. they really know what's going on. All right, let's get to it.
0: Okay, folks. Well, hey, this is the Solar Coaster. We're a new renewable energy themed talk show right here in lovely Maui County. We can be found at uh, KOI 1110 am Fridays at one oh five p.m. We are also on some FM stations, 967 FM Central Maui, 965 FM West Side, and 987 FM Upcountry. We've got a great website. Web Website
1: www.solar-coaster.com. You can go there anytime. Get all our old shows. Look at pictures of us. You can listen live if you're outside of our broadcast area. Scroll down to the bottom. You can get on our mailing list and/or submit questions. So if you have a question, you can't call in during the show, or like this one, it's a pre-recorded. Send us your questions, and we will definitely get to answer them on air. We are also available on a number of podcast networks. If that's your preferred audio listening choice, uh, we are available. On iTunes, Stitcher, and tune in right now. We're still waiting for the other one. Ooh, Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. <I> can't <laughs> wait. I Spotify. Use Spotify, right? That's my main thing. <laughs> that, that, is, that is your so. thing. But, but Spotify has accepted our request. We're just waiting for them to verify that we are le- a legitimate
0: there we uh, go. radio show. There <laughs> we go. And we've got some great sponsors that keep the Solar Coaster on the tracks. Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric America, Sonin Battery, Pika Energy, and Sundrum Solar. Thank you, sponsors. Love you guys. Thank you. Okay. News and events time. What do you say? Let's do the
1: news right away. We've got so much to talk about today. What's going on in in the big Um, world? You sent me this. This is a PV Magazine reporter that solar installation cost has declined 5 to 11% in 2017, but very little in 2018. The more interesting thing I found was that this, this, this report that they're referencing from the U.S. Department of Energy's Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory has been tracking the uh, costs of solar since the year 2000. So they have many, many years worth of data, and there's all sorts of cool stuff in here. Module costs. Everybody always talks about, okay, how much does solar cost? Well, how much are the modules? The modules, as an installer, you probably know, right? (laughs) Modules are not- Modules are cheap. The only- modules are cheap, but modules are not the only thing you're buying. It's the most visible piece of the puzzle, but it is not the only one. And all sorts of other things have factored into this cost drop. The big one for me was actually a soft cost reduction, what they called soft costs, at Forty-two percent, which was just below the forty-six percent cost of modules dropping over the eighteen years. For me, then, what it really illustrated that that period where the solar business just started to get lean. Is that is that the right (laughs) kind of impression? Forty-two
0: percent collective assortment of balance of system and soft costs. So there's a couple of things in there, right? There certainly have been each piece of the kind of equipment list, including balance of system, which is what BOS stands for. They've been tightening up, tightening up, tightening up, right? I mean, there's lots of different things happening out there. As Example racking. There's a racking trend. I don't know how much is being you know accepted, but in using less racking by connecting the actual like rows together, so you use one, you eliminate one whole row of racking. Oh, sure. That's one example, right? Inverter costs have come down a little bit. You know, different pieces of the puzzle: flashings and L feet and all the different things. People are always trying. Companies are always trying to find ways to make those to economize that. But then a, the big piece of it, outside of modules. Uh, The big piece of it is really just labor, right? And, and of course, marketing and overhead. That stuff is super expensive. But the labor side of the fence, there's definitely been over the course of the last few years some really robust dialogue and focus and kind of manufacturer training to installers Mm -hmm. to get out on roof and do it all as efficiently as possible and dial down that labor cost. That's been a piece of the puzzle, too. And so I'm not surprised to see that. Uh, That's a significant reduction over that period of
1: time. So it's like UPS drivers always driving right. Oh
0: yeah. right. Yeah. So, and if you you know we got we got a great couple of staff on the Maui solar project side of the fence here that talk about different strategies on roof. Uh, how do you what, in what sequence do you go about, you know, laying out the flashings and how do you work together as a team most efficiently and economically and you know with uh, saving time. Sure, sure. It's happening. It's happening.
1: It's, it's, it's a big drop, though. I was impressed. Next up, yeah, you sent me this one as well. This is an Ars Technica article specifically talking about Trump's solar tariff. We talk about the tariff a lot. Solar tariff isn't hurting the industry as much as everyone expected. We've touched on this before, but there's some really interesting stuff going on specific to do with the federal tax credit. Um, now there is a tariff out there. Uh, the panels are being charged thirty percent through twenty eighteen, and then it's a step down tariff. So next year, twenty nineteen, it'll be twenty five percent and onward. Thirty percent. But there's also the thirty percent tax credit that you get installing and doing was it power production. The thirty
0: percent tax credit. The thirty yeah. percent. F- okay, so you got... A- the thirty percent federal tax credit is is based on just the uh, overall installed system cost. Okay. So if you have a thirty thousand dollars system, you have thirty uh, percent ITC, we call it the investment tax credit. Mm-hmm. Then that's potentially a you know nine thousand dollars tax credit.
1: Right. So it's way it's way more than just the modules alone, which is one of the things we were just talking Massive about. Massive difference. So that the modules alone are not the the total cost of, <laughs> of a solar yeah, I mean, install.
0: the actual the actual you know um, hit that the, those tariffs you know gave to the uh, to the industry. Relatively small amount. I mean, if you mm-hmm. have a, a module that is, let's say, fifty cents a watt, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're looking at what, a fifteen cent hit for a thirty uh, percent tariff, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, that's a pretty small number. It is relevant. I mean, we are always trying to kind of dial down costs. What we were just talking so about. Yeah. It is relevant, but it's it's not like some massive, you know, shift in pricing of the
1: system. Right. And so that's the big deal is that if you wanted to leverage this this 30% tax credit. You do need to at least have broken ground or approved intent by the, the end of 2019. Oh, and this is and for the so utility side of things. Right, utility side of things. Yeah, the big um, system.
0: So they can get some visibility, some bankability. You know, they can predict what's happening, right? So right. These, these these utility scale systems don't dry up. So they're saying, hey, if you break ground by a certain time frame, then you'll be able to claim this credit and you're not going to be subject to the staggering down of that ITC. Right.
1: So anybody, anybody who's really looking to install one of these things, they want to get in there and get that tax credit. Next, Stuff. This is a, this is kind of a feel-good piece. I love this. Uh, Sunrun is bringing one hundred megawatts of rooftop solar to low-income communities. Sunrun has always been trying to help out low-income communities, individuals, etc., etc. et that's what it, that's it was. Yeah, democratization of solar power. That was what I was looking for, and I couldn't figure <laughs> okay. it out. <laughs> but um, but they were all, they've been offering these PPAs. So PPA is a power purchase agreement where Sunrun or its a yeah. subsidiary uh, owns. The equipment on somebody's house they don't have to pay for it but they agree to pay a um, reduced energy rate like that, they, they're paying the they're paying sunrun instead of yeah so if they know the they're paying, if,
0: if they're paying their utility like in so let's say normal states not hawaii like i don't know <laughs> 12, 12 cents well 10 let's cents say 15 out. cents okay. right okay. then you know sunrun might come in and say hey we can do that for 8 cents right and, and there's different ways to pay it. You know, you can pay it all in one lump sum the energy over that 20 year term. Mm-hmm. Or typically, what most people do is they'll pay it on a monthly basis. So they're just paying less for energy that's made from the solar panels that are owned by Sunrun on their roof. Right. And that's kind of the way that operates. And Sunrun's been able to take the tax credits on those as well. I mean, that's, well, that's, that's, part, part, of that's part of the part of the yeah. issue
1: that they that that may dry up as well. But there's this really cool new thing that came out through California. It is the uh, Solar on Multifamily Affordable Housing Plan it offers up a billion dollars from the california cap and trade fund and is actually offers a thousand dollars per panel i thought that was a huge number thousand dollars per panel incentive for installing solar on qualified developments
0: thousand dollars per panel sounds like the retail cost well it's the incentive Right, but I mean that sounds like 100 percent sentence, What I'm saying. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. So, okay. Yes, that is pretty good. It, it, it unless is, I'm it missing pretty, something. I, here. No, that's, I mean that's that's what I was,
1: that's what I was thinking too. I mean, I've seen I've seen some quotes come and go, and a thousand dollars per panel is quite a significant sum. So, if they can offset the entire cost of installation, it's really. A worthwhile program yeah i mean i gotta tell you <laughs> that's a little suspect if you ask me i, I really so, would yeah well, I mean, it, it, it maybe may, it, <laughs> i'm sure it's an
0: up to right mm, yeah <laughs> on, I, I definitely want to see how work. that math pencils out there um and you know and where yeah but that's very i mean it's great obviously there's some incentives some very strong incentives yeah and it's and it's part place. of california's
1: serious commitment to their 2045 goals of 100 percent renewables and that's that's how they're going to get there because everybody has to have it
0: Okay, excellent. We're going to have to uh, poke around in this article here. We'll uh, we'll give them a call and check on that subsidy rate, right? World-changing ideas, it says here. Oh, God, yeah, it's yeah we'll, I'll reconfirm that. Very, very cool stuff. Okay, what's next? Big news.
1: Solar now makes up more than 10% of electricity in five states. Of course, we're one of them. But uh, the other ones one, may surprise you. Massachusetts has just joined the 10% Club, according to the August edition of Electric Power Monthly, which is a publication of the United States Department of Energy. Uh, Massachusetts grew 30 34% year over year right. this year, which is gigantic and kind of a little bit of an, of, of an irony because we were talking about this uh, a couple of months ago when I was in the Boston area, where they have some parts of the state that are completely on hold due to caps on, on net metering. They've already filled their net metering quotas and they simply can't put anything else in. So that's, that's a huge loss, I guess, there. <laughs> if they've grown 34%, it could have been more. It could have been much more. But the other states are California, obviously Hawaii, Nevada, and Vermont. So those
0: New England states are actually jumping right on the bandwagon here. Yeah, and you know, I just, you might not think that right out of the gate because you go, okay, well, it's a higher latitude. It's probably less overall sun. Uh, so why does it work that way? Well, I assume there's fairly costly electricity up there, which is one of the factors. Mm-hmm. You got good enough sun to be able to make it work. And you probably have a. You know, a kind of relatively favorable political environment, or like, or a base of people that are kind of saying, "Hey, we're into this." Yeah, that's what I'm and, saying, and they're supporting that, right? And yep. we also have the what is what is it? Is it I love is it Maine that their state motto, or is it New Hampshire? New Hampshire, live free or die. Live free or die. They're all, <laughs> so, all about the, all about the free power. That's New Hampshire. New Hampshire. We know what New Hampshire is doing these days. They're
1: not in the ten percent club yet, but I'll on? I'll find that one out as well. Amazing. All news. right, okay. finally, uh, local state news: Oahu permits fall again. Why?
0: (laughs) Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't know.
1: The third month in a row, uh, solar permits are down. Um, Are we in a time of year where people just aren't buying as much
0: solar? Mm. Is is, is it that? No. Um, So this was Mm 9... No, no. We generally... I mean, you have an uptick because you're at this period right now where people are saying, well, I want to get my tax credits... And, uh, and, and if I'm, when I'm going to file in 18 for my um, in, in April for my 18 taxes, I want to make sure that I have my credits available. So it tends exactly. to start to catalyze the industry of anything. Um, but what you know what could be happening in here is this permit timelines and the, the holding pattern, or the, maybe we're starting I, we're starting to see um, some uh, of these newer systems uh, held up at utility as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's actually something we've seen recently uh, with MSP uh, in, in you know in, in Maui a little bit some of the CGS Plus uh, taking a time to go through or just not being approved. Also the CSS's, which we didn't think we were gonna see for a while, we had word that certain sectors were getting uh, filled. And I don't know exactly what that means, Uh, because you're not doing anything, you're not putting anything on the grid, it sounds to me like there's a certain cap on how much you can actually take off the grid. Take
1: off. Yeah, that was my (laughs) understanding when we were talking to Greg before, is that they need a certain amount of load in order to maintain the stability of certain circuits. And so if you keep dropping people off a circuit, or a particular circuit, like this, we lost everybody in this circuit because of the, the, the geography... But not so much in this area. Well, the, the, they they need to balance.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> if your cul-de-sac has 10 people with Tesla Powerwalls in it, then you might have a hard time getting your Tesla Powerwall, uh, unless you're prepared to cut the cord entirely. Well, you can't get a <laughs> right? Tesla Powerwall even if you wanted right? one anyway, oh, that's a different Always issue. Always throwing them out, hey, those guys. I,
1: right. I would like to talk to you right. um, and then, But the one thing that nice, nice about these permits that I saw mm-hmm. is that now uh, 69% of all permit requests include batteries as opposed to last year, which was only 25%. So people it's, it's
0: are really kind of getting in it's there. It's kind of It's kind of amazing, actually, yeah. right? Yeah. Because we're at a place right now where the technology works. We know we can get it approved through the utility or have been able to. And we know that the county will approve these as well, right? So you're in kind of an interesting place where now you're looking at numbers, and you're looking at numbers plus energy security. Mm-hmm. And as from, from once again, from Maui Solar Project's perspective, when we go out and we sit down with someone to explain this, you go, okay, well, here's a CGS Plus proposal, battery ready, yeah, and here is a CSS proposal with batteries. And after tax credits, that differential you could say is maybe what you was the value for that person in maybe in in, in, in having grid pow, power in the grid goes down, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are like ah, let's do the batteries. I want to do it. Yeah, it's time to. It's just time to do it. So that that twenty five to sixty nine percent increase. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a wonderful thing. I mean, yeah. that's like a champion kind of like success story in a sense that everyone is going for it.
1: So, awesome. Yeah, and it, and it makes a lot of sense because we've had the Hurricanes recently <laughs> as well. Right. And some scary stuff, right? We're yeah, gonna like, yeah, hey, so it's, pe- it's fine. Pe- People are very serious about that right okay, now. Okay, okay. All right. And speaking of that, yeah, right? And speaking of... <laughs> well, we're going to get right into um, the EV segment. So we wanted to drive around and actually visit all our local dealers and see what they had on the horizon, uh, what they were selling now and what their experience was with customers and how many people are really coming in saying I'd like an electric vehicle because it's really really hard to tell. We do see a lot of them on the roads. Uh, we've actually had to import our Tesla tech. <laughs> you see the truck driving around every once in a while uh, because there's enough of them on island to support that kind of industry and I think that there's there's going to be a lot lot more in the future. But I before we started this I wanted to get some more information. I was trying to figure out if it's really even worth it. Is it worth it to have an EV? Is it worth it to have Is an EV? Is it worth it to have oh, an EV? okay, back to the numbers. Yeah, so back to numbers. I went back to a US Department of energy, energy report that states EVs convert about 59 to 62% of the total electrical energy that they put in to the power at the wheels. Okay, versus the Versus, of a, <laughs> versus of a conventional, <laughs> conventional. gas engine, it's only 17
0: to 21%. Okay, say that again. What was the difference? 17 to 21 versus
1: 17 to 21% from a gas engine, 59 to 62 goes to the wheels in an electric vehicle.
0: Wow. So like And
1: the rest of it obviously goes to inefficiencies like in, more in than
0: like three times as efficient. It's
1: more than 3 times as efficient and power at the wheels. Right. So that's that's a big deal. Gasoline contains about 33 kilowatt hours of energy 33 kilowatt hours of energy per per gallon per gallon gallon. So it's it's a lot of energy and we lose a lot of well, that's it as, interesting. as heat. 33 and, kilowatt
0: hours of energy we spend about 35 cents per kilowatt hour there from you go. the utility, yep. right? Which yep. that's about? And 30 So we're paying is that like 10 bucks? Yeah, about that. Right. <laughs> but then we pay about <laughs> okay. four bucks at the tank. Yeah. At the, yeah. at the, yeah. at the, so so so
1: a Tesla Model S with a range of um 265 miles an hour that's the smaller battery, the 85 kilowatt hour battery. Uh-huh. So 85 kilowatt hour battery. Versus a gasoline car, if you drive, uh, f- say you drive uh, 15,000 miles a year, that's a lot mm-hmm. here. Um, your car is getting 28 miles per gallon and you, if you're paying 350, which I know it's more than that right now, mm-hmm. but if, if it's 350, you're paying $1,875 per year in gasoline. Yeah. That's your total gas outlay. Um, changing, like, changing. That, that, that guy's to doing a lot better than me. <laughs> okay, well, you, you drive a lot because you're, you you're doing business. It's fine. Um, but those same, if you drive those fifteen same fifteen thousand miles in an electric vehicle, your cost is going to be fifteen thousand forty dollars at our current for thirty six cents per kilowatt hour. So it's a couple hundred dollars less. Per year. Wait, Do wait, drive wait. electric
0: already? What are the two different numbers again? Say so it to me again. What's the... Okay. El-
1: so, assuming you drive 15,000 miles per year... Okay. ...and your car gets 28 miles per gallon... Okay. ...your gas bill is going to be $1,875. $1,875. $1, total. and that's, okay. that's easy math. Okay. Got that. Okay. If the gas is 350 got which it. it's actually more than... And but, then same okay. thing for an EV is... Converting totally to electric, the only thing you change is going to electric, those same 15,000 miles, costs you fifteen forty. Fifteen hundred $1,500. dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. So okay. so almost almost nineteen to a little over fifteen.
0: Okay, so slightly like slightly less. Maybe mm-hmm. about like uh what is that like eh, a, two or three two or three hundred dollars. Okay. Per gotcha. year. Right. Okay, okay. So there's a reduction and that's buying from
1: the utility. That's buying from the utility right. completely. And of course if you have solar or wind or whatever else, if you get your electricity from another source, you can reduce well, that well, Much let's, more.
0: Let, let's take a look at that, right? So if mm-hmm. you were to look at like a Sunrun, we are just talking about a Sunrun PPA. Let's mm-hmm. say that Sunrun PPA is penciling out at $0.08 cents per kilowatt hour. Sure. Just just throwing that number out there. I'm not sure where they're selling these days. Mm-hmm. But if it's $0.08 cents per kilowatt hour, that's your levelized cost. Let's say there's no accelerator. There's no increase or decrease in pricing over that 20 years. Now you're getting $0.08. Cents. Now that's uh, $0.08 cents is what? Is that a uh, uh, it's you're going to make me do 32. the math, right? Really? You're, uh, you're, you're less than a quarter, yep. right? Is that right? Yeah. Of the $36 we are paying right now-ish, right? Yep. With, the, with, with Nico. So a quarter of that, you could just go right off that 1500 right? Yep. So your cost per year in
1: energy, $385. So
0: less than 400 bucks if you're doing a, a, a Sunrun PPA. Now, that being said, if you're a business and mm-hmm. you took all of the tax credits and all the depreciation and you killed it, your levelized cost of energy can be $0.03. Cents. Yeah. Right with the solar with solar over the lifespan, right? Yeah. So three cents that could be a couple hundred bucks a year to run your yeah, car. A couple off hundred the sun. dollars on
1: sunshine and it makes a whole lot of sense. But even without that, that was that was my point. It, does it make sense just to have an electric car today? And yeah, I mean it'll it'll drop one car payment per year. Who who wouldn't like to not pay a car? Payment well it looks once like once it, a year. I'm just like, not paying this month.
0: It looks like it makes sense <laughs> here in Maui. Sure. And who knows if what the gas prices are throughout the country and what that differential is, right? Well the
1: gas this seems like there's a less of a differential between gas prices and electricity So the costs, electricity so across the, the mainland is cheaper. much cheaper. So
0: it actually, EVs get better.
1: Get better. Ah, yeah. Leave
0: it to Jay to bring the numbers out. I love yeah. it. That was okay. really good stuff, Jay. Thank Very you. Cool. Okay, so we got some, we're going to hear all from the, the people, the, all these different dealerships. We went to four or five of them, tried yep. to get everyone's perspective. The cool, the, the, the best, my takeaway, I just want to share this one thing, mm-hmm. was EVs. <laughs> and we're going to hear about that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we're going to hear about that. Okay, right after commercial. Here we go. Aloha and welcome to Maui Solar Project. It is easy to feel rejuvenated just stepping outside on a magnificent home. Maui Solar Project is here to help harness that energy you feel in your body and use it to power your homes and businesses. As Laura tells us, Maui harnessed the sun so as to slow its path across the sky. Join Maui Solar Project as we harness the sun's energy and slow Hawaii's dependence on fossil fuels. Call Maui Solar Project at 269-2352. MauiSolarProject.org.
3: Tabuchi Electric, a leading worldwide inverter manufacturer, presents the second generation of the eco-intelligent battery system, the IBIS. Tabuchi's grid-friendly system includes a high-efficiency inverter, stackable batteries, and integration with Jelly software for the most adaptable battery storage system on the market. This system is optimized for energy management and cost performance. Maximize your solar investment with Tabuchi's electric eco-intelligent battery system.
1: The Sonen Battery Eco is an energy storage solution that utilizes intelligent energy management software. The system is available in a variety of storage capacities and allows for expansion. Sonen Battery Eco allows you to save money by harvesting energy from your solar PV system and using that stored energy when rates are more expensive. Sonen Battery Eco is specifically designed to provide you and your family peace of mind in the event of power outage. Our unique power detection system will sense outages in real time and automatically switch over to battery power. See Sonen Battery Eco at sonen-battery.com.
0: MIT founded Pika Energy, makers of the Pika Energy Island, a smart energy management system that uses solar panels, lithium batteries, and intelligence to manage your energy and keep you powered even during outages. With a clean, intelligent alternative to grid power, you're in control of your energy future. Pika's Energy Island lets you manage electrical costs with HECO-ready self-supply functions. PICA's largest battery, the Harbor Plus, offers 16 kilowatt hours of stored energy and can power loads of up to 10 kilowatts. And if you need more capacity, just add a second or even third Harbor Smart battery to the same system for a maximum of 48 kilowatt hours of usable storage pika energy own your power to learn more visit pika-energy.com
1: there we go. That's our great group of sponsors to keep the solar coaster rolling, uh, oddly appropriate for our vehicle-centric show. The first place we stopped was the Acura dealer down in town, and uh, they were very happy to talk to us.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we're here at Acura of Maui with John Streckenbein. Did I say that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. He's kindly agreed to give us a little <laughs> bit of a hello here in Aloha uh, for the solar coaster. Do um, um, no, appreciate. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, like I said, we were just trying to get a pulse of what's going on in the EV and the hybrid kind of market
4: mm-hmm. and the appetite here in Maui. Mm-hmm. So, uh, John, what's your experience been so far? Well, so far we've noticed uh, we get we get a lot of people coming in looking for you know uh, electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles, uh, whether they be used or new. Uh, um, and you know, uh, more so than we get on the mainland, than I've gotten on the right, mainland. Right. Uh, so there's more of a presence here uh, for electric vehicles, right? Yeah, we've got a lot. How many do we have here in Hawaii? Like many thousands at this point because <laughs> each license plate, each right, license plate yeah, has is yeah, yeah, actually yeah. numeric, though. And those, I've, those noticed, in yeah, I've noticed a lot of Teslas <laughs> <laughs> coming over from, sure. from Oahu, um, which is
1: interesting because we actually didn't have service for a good long time. I yeah, think yeah they finally I, I see the Tesla
4: truck driving yeah. around now. Yeah, now that
1: there's a service person on. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of needs to be,
4: Yeah. So I, I've noticed a lot more coming coming over. Excellent. Sure. So for for Acura, we, we were talking a little bit
0: about Honda mm-hmm. and about the relationship between Honda and Acura. Mm-hmm. But what do you see? What's presently available, kind of in the hybrid or EV area, and then what do you see coming down the road, if at all? I mean, uh,
4: yeah, sure. Uh, the uh, right now, the Acura Acura brand has uh, the MDX available in uh, the hybrid model. Okay. Um, and that's in the tech or the advanced model, and they also have the RLX, which is their flagship uh, sedan, as yeah. the uh, as their hybrid, which is, they're both the same. They have three electric motors, uh, one on the front uh, axle to control the front uh, front two wheels, and then one each independent on the back to control each one to stay in line with their all-wheel, their super handling all-wheel drive. So each one controls... Uh, independently so you can have 100% of the power on one side or the other so it doesn't let you over or under steer and gives you the um the great drivability you know Sweet. great yeah. great feel of it with all-wheel drive so that's what's
0: available right now we got an mdx mm-hmm. you got the rlx oh, RLX, yeah. rlx the mm-hmm. sedan and then like a, the is that like the crossover the mdx kind the of the MD, yeah it's a crossover right. mm-hmm.
4: it's full-size seven-passenger crossover. a full size seven passenger crossover
0: and then there is a relationship between honda and Acura, so kind of what's happening with honda kind of is probably
4: similar to what's gonna happen to Acura. yeah right? at some point i would i would think that Acura is going to come out with an electric vehicle just nothing has been released to us yet if it happens in honda i can always guarantee it's going to happen with Acura. i just don't know when wow it's exciting and just because i couldn't help myself not to talk about the nsx because that is a hybrid as well Mm -hmm. right
0: so i I just you know basically told you my that's my dream (laughs) car from the time i was 20 years old but
4: now there's the uh the the hybrid nsx is there anything you can tell us about that car uh it's a very fun car to drive <laughs> uh, back from uh, I got to do a tour in Columbus, Ohio which is where it was made and it uh, got to they told us all about the, the experience with that and how it's relating to the race world you know and it's the electric it's instantaneous with right. how it accelerates, and it's just a real fun car and to drive. You actually got a chance to drive it. I got to right? drive it on the test track. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was here.
4: more. It was them. a little nerve wracking, and then I also got to drive in the passenger seat with a professional driver. That was a little more fun. Oh, yeah, because I got to experience so a little bit more. I was too nervous driving it <laughs> myself. I was worried I was going to go off track and crash. But <laughs> yeah, it was it was really really fun. All right. Well, um, anything you want to add, Jay? No, I really do We're appreciate good? the time. Yeah. No, not a yeah. problem. If you need an accurate coming see
1: yeah. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks very much. I appreciate, <laughs> it. appreciate it. Not a problem. Right. Thank Aloha. you. man. Aloha.
4: Let me get you my card. Too.
1: So the next stop was Lexus Subaru right across the way. They couldn't go on air with us because of either corporate policy or I think they were just embarrassed, but they had a lot of good information wanted to talk to us all about their new hydrogen vehicles that are coming. So we recorded our thoughts right after leaving Lexus. So here we are. We just came out of the Lexus dealer and uh, got a lot of interesting information. It turns out that um, electric really isn't their focus going forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, we you know we wanted to find out if they had an electric vehicle, what was on the market. I kind of expected them to say, oh, we got these three things are going to be EV by 2019. Said, nope, the focal point really is hydrogen.
1: Hydrogen, right. And they have a new hydrogen car in the market. The Mirai? The Mirai, that's right. Uh, that's a, uh, what is it?
0: In Japanese? Yeah, in Japanese. Oh, it's, it's future. It future, means future.
1: Future in Japanese. Uh, but the most interesting point for me was that he said they have their first hydrogen fueling station open on Oahu right now, which is very close.
0: Yeah. Uh, really? you, can't, you can't drive there to fuel up. <laughs> right. It's, I guess it's not for quite yet. No. But uh, definitely uh, kind of a surprise for us. And right. then um, they do have uh, some hybrid, uh, uh, hybrid cars as well, so gasoline. Plus electric, and that one of them was the longest range uh, comp hybrid in market yeah, at six hundred miles plus. He was
1: talking plus. about the Prius um, or the Lexus equivalent of the Prius. Which hmm. is, if you if you take your Prius, you fill up the gas tank a hundred percent and you charge, you plug in and charge your battery a hundred percent, it will have more than six hundred miles of range before you have to go anywhere, which is which is fantastic.
0: Yeah, and the well, the uh, Tesla Roadster as soon will be the will uh, eclipse that shortly. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we shall see. All right, so that was it uh, at Lexus, and let's go see what we can find next. Yep. So the next step was Mercedes. Again, couldn't go on air with us because of corporate policy, but did have a lot of great information to share.
0: Okay, so we just came out of the Mercedes dealership here, Mercedes Benz dealership, Mercedes Benz of, of Maui, uh, right here on Hana Highway, and um, it was uh, it was kind of uh, yeah, it was I kind of learned a couple of new things here about Mercedes directions too.
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, we'd known that uh, Mercedes Benz. Al- Energy Energy Americas was yep. the name of the company. Yep. It was actually was dissolved a number of months ago. Uh, that was their home battery division, and we were kind of curious where the direction was as far as electric vehicles. And it seems like they're kind of putting that on hold as well. They've got yeah
0: yeah. I mean they they're only a couple of hybrids basically that they're mm. going to be launching in the space of the next year. Yep. And kind of the uh, small. They, I guess they come in different chassis sizes effectively. Right. And not I'm not super familiar with the model types, but basically the small chassis of the Sedan and of the the crossover or the sport utility, and then the midsize uh, chassis as well will come in hybrid options.
1: Right, and those are plug-in hybrids, so you can do that option as well, which is which is the big piece for me. I mean, if, if I'm going to get a hybrid, I want to be able to plug it in at the very mm. least, and the gasoline kind of becomes an afterthought. Right, right. Uh, for that, but uh, but they're really decent looking vehicles they have
0: (laughs) yeah and the part that i found interesting was uh you know toby had uh, the the salesman that we spoke with had said that it was uh it was he gets a lot of interest a lot of people come out asking me and i said hey how many people come here everybody they asked for EVs, and that seems to be across the board so far with Lexus, with Acura, and with Mercedes, and we just did a pretty nice clean sweep on the, on the high-end market in, the, in, in, in vehicles. And, you know, he has a lot of different types of clientele uh, all across Maui. Mercedes-Benz is a known kind of, you know, uh, elite brand. But when people come in looking for an EV, he said straight up he has to turn them away, which is a kind of amazing thing,
1: right? Yeah, um, really unfortunate, I guess. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but the Mercedes is not a, a fast-moving company. They They tend to do things very pragmatically. Sure. So it makes a lot of sense to me that they're sitting back, watching the market very carefully, and when it's their time to strike, they'll release something.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But and, not uh, yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it isn't now. It isn't now. But right. that was a that was a good conversation, and definitely interested to hear where they're at with those hybrids coming out, and uh, how they're positioning their brand moving forward.
1: Okay. Next up, uh, we're going someplace where there are definitely some electric vehicles. Okay. Let's go check them out.
0: Okay. okay, so we're here uh, at the, uh, the Honda dealership on... Uh, is that Kaimana? On highway. On highway. On, on Honda Highway. Honda Highway. i Honda on Hana Highway. I know where we are
2: because yeah. I
5: have one. <laughs>
1: Jay's
2: a
0: trusted client. Yeah. So uh, we're here with Teresa Kapaku. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay, great. Well, Thanks so much for meeting with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, so we're basically just taking the pulse of what's happening in the electric vehicle market in Maui today, and we wanted to get a sense for what Honda's lineup looks like right now and kind of what the ideas are for the future
5: oh yes absolutely so um, the electric market is definitely heating up on Maui folks are really excited um, at the potential and one of the things that's helping with that is a lot of the local businesses installing those um, electric chargers Mm -hmm. um, sometimes at free or very low cost to make it easier for them to make that purchasing decision right so we're really excited for that absolutely Um, Honda's lineup is going to respond to that um, need in our marketplace by um, providing a couple of different options. One of them is our plug-in electric vehicle. Cool. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is the Honda Insight, brand new design for 2019, and that one is not going to require an electric hookup at all.
0: Okay, Okay. so that's kind of like a traditional uh, hybrid uh, gas electric type, right? Yes. Yep. And then the, what's, what is What is the model that is the um, the plug-in? The Clarity. The Clarity. So Clarity. those are the two that you have on the floor right there. We were just checking them out. Yeah. Yes, they also seem to be really kind of like reasonably priced. You notice that right out of the gate, they're you know, they're in like in the high twenties kind of territory.
5: Exactly, um, they are reasonably priced, and depending on trim level, whether you want all the bells and the whistles, or if you want to just stay to the base and make it affordable, we have any price range from you know low twenties to high twenties, maybe low thirties, depending on again the trim level.
1: Nice, right? But it still stays in that in that
0: very affordable, reasonable kind of range, which I like. <laughs> yeah, really. Did and then so are those the two? uh, hybrid options. Is there an EV coming down the road or do you know anything about that? Or is that kind of the focal point for Honda or what's, what's the game plan
5: right now? California is, um, taking the market, um, sort of as the pioneer for the EV, um, market for Honda line vehicles. Mm -hmm. So whereas it is available right now in California, we're just waiting for them to test the roads, if you will, and then bring it here. Um, when we're ready, as you might know, being in the solar industry, um, and renewable energy industry, uh, Maui isn't um, ahead of the times. Mm -hmm. Um, We're sort of catching up to um, a lot of the green states Mm -hmm. that are um, uh, on the front end Mm -hmm. of of that whole movement. Mm -hmm. So... um, We, again, are waiting for that to come our way, and we're really excited about it.
0: So those EVs, are they already in market in California, or are they?
5: Yes, they are. And actually, we've got a fuel cell vehicle um, that's for sale in um, California as well.
0: Really? Okay. So there's uh, there's some on the horizon. There are some straight electric vehicles and also a hydrogen fuel cell vehicle. Absolutely. Wow, that's exciting stuff. Okay, cool. And then what about the um, the market? Like when clients come in nowadays, are you seeing a shift in how they their interest level in electric vehicles, hybrids, or maybe even hydrogen fuel cells?
5: Oh, absolutely. We have um, people that are literally waiting for those vehicles. Okay. So um, there will be a, a larger response in numbers in terms of sales as that, um, popularity increases. Uh, right now we're still having that talk with people, um, about considering a hybrid Mm. over, um, or an electric vehicle, um, like our clarity, um, and having that conversation is um, one that's educational and sort mm-hmm. of bringing them up to speed with with the benefits of that.
1: For sure. Wow, that's cool. How, what do you think, Jay? Anything yeah, you add? Yeah, fantastic. Do? I'm, as I was going through the uh, the spec sheets and it's 110 miles per gallon on the Clarity. That's that's pretty impressive
0: <laughs> right out of the gate. Um, that's a big deal here too, with fuel costs what they are, right? So that can really make a big impact on like whole cost of ownership, for example. Right. Right. If you're able to get like 100 mile per gallon uh, fuel range, right? Mm-hmm. Or equivalent fuel range, I guess yeah exactly right? equivalent fuel um, mm. yeah and no. not, to, not to mention i'm oh, sorry not to mention you could uh, power some of this with solar right so a lot of people have solar that, on their that's homes. that's
1: the goal I, I, I like telling people don't don't ask somebody else to burn it for you somewhere else <laughs> take it off your roof uh, wind or solar is always the way to, to power the vehicle um how that 110 number how much of that is actually um, battery plug-in and how much of that is is just gasoline from from the gasoline oh, it's to, to figure out as you know yeah. <laughs> and, about, and
5: about 47 um, of it can be all-electric so it does have an all-electric range of 47 miles yeah. wow. so luckily we live on Maui where 47 47 miles is a long way. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. So um, with that being said, you could travel that distance. And um, to touch base on what you were mentioning with regard to um, where the power is coming from, Mm -hmm. we absolutely encourage them to, when they purchase this vehicle, or if they're looking to purchase the vehicle, to also look into purchasing a solar system if they don't already have one. Mm -hmm. The cost of our power is five times what they're paying in some states, so um, sometimes that can be the equivalent cost of gasoline. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very, very uh, good to see that um, Honda's uh, front and center with all of this. So is there any any last kind of words you'd like to share with our audience, our listeners across Maui? Anything you'd like to say to them about what's going on out here with electric vehicles and hybrids, or does that pretty much cover it?
5: Um, we did cover a lot of it, and thank you so much for um, taking the time to listen. Um, I would say that definitely um, as um, our sources of power... Um, sort of are in this um, horizon of you know, potential instability, um, with Maui not really making any large strides toward that, um, that buying a hybrid vehicle or an electric vehicle is a great hedge against what the uncertainty is to come. So, um, more so than it is taking advantage of what's going on today, there's a future that we've we've got to consider. And so, um, with that being said, I always would recommend um, looking at a hybrid, at least test driving it and seeing how it feels. Uh, The other thing, too, is that with a lot of our vehicles... um, we use eco-respon- uh, resp- eco-responsible materials. Mm. So 90% of the inside of that clarity is made of recycled or renewable um, sources okay. of, um, of uh, that's a whole materials. New, that's a whole new thing to look at, really. Yeah, actually, right? I'm, I'm right? going to
1: go sit in it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: well, thanks so much, Teresa. It's been a pleasure having you on the solar coaster. Really, really appreciate it. it. Yeah. love seeing uh, Honda's commitment to
1: education, which is our thing as well. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, All right. thank you, folks. Aloha. So here we are in Jim Falk Nissan. Mm. Pronounced correctly with Tim Torres. Tim Torres, really do appreciate the time, Tim. Um, so we you. had to come down to the Nissan dealer because the Leaf has really been like the staple electric vehicle for uh, many, many years. Uh, we right. actually featured it on the uh, on the show. Uh, I want to say almost a year ago now, when there was like that ten thousand uh, dollar off incentives, <laughs> yes. incentives for that purchases. came down. Yes. Right. I mean, it was absolutely fantastic then, right. and of course we were still interested in the new one because the the mm-hmm. New York car show kind of images had been circulating the internet uh, we've seen the production vehicle now it looks really really slick it's a way more aggressive styling than previous
2: mm-hmm. years uh, what can you tell me about it um, the changes with the new ones right now that just came out um, definitely the mileage has uh, significantly gone up. you know it started with like 80 miles range mm-hmm. then it went up to um, the 30 kilowatt batteries, which was about 107 and now we have the 150 mile range wow. which is right now out in the market. It came out um, early this year, right. And we expect to have that 240, approximately 240 mile range by early this, early next year. Early um, next year okay. Yes, we're supposed. Well, it's coming. to coming. We're already
1: at the end of September, so yes, it should be soon. coming in soon. Yes, nice. Um, really fantastic vehicle, all the all the way around. I'm, I keep looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, one bigger question is is pickup trucks. Oh, electric, vi- Elect- trucks? Uh, electric trucks. Electric trucks. Right are we? now,
2: <laughs> there's no word about it. I nothing? mean, I have not. Yes, nothing yet. It was uh, mostly just you know hybrid stuff but not yet sure well, I can see
1: a hybrid vehicle as long as it's a plug-in hybrid I mean that's that's the conversation we always have is yes like, don't burn
2: it somewhere else with mm-hmm. the solar on your roof yeah. or, or... Um, I don't know of any um, plug-in trucks yet though mm-hmm. yeah no there's nothing else nothing even even, even even Ford
1: pushed off there yes, <laughs> even our sister companies don't have it yet yes. yeah um, going forward what do you say? I mean first of all what do, what do people ask for the most when they walk in the door here as far as
2: They usually ask is basically the range. That's usually charging stations is what they ask, which Maui... I, I guess we have a lot of charging stations all over the island, so... We're certainly, we're
1: certainly getting better. We've been talking mm-hmm.
2: with um, uh, some folks
1: over at Nico about their initiatives to roll out more charging stations. We actually just took a tour over there, I don't know if you're aware, um, mm-hmm. to Molokai.
2: To oh, yes, to, to, yes. To, I, to I wasn't, it, there. Yeah, I wasn't okay. able to go. No,
1: we, we did go. It was actually really mm-hmm. interesting to see where they're going to locate all these. Um, so charging stations are going to be less and less of an issue going forward. Um, you offer a charging station? here or was there
2: um it was actually jump smart maui which is now ev ohana Mm -hmm. they had uh projects that they were doing so they were giving out charging stations Mm -hmm. yes but but now right now charging stations are quite very affordable right now and like with the new nissan leaves if certain packages you can get with a 220 Mm -hmm. with a 220 plug-in so if you just have a 220 outlet you know something like for the dryer similar to that Sure. And you don't need to get a charging station anymore. You that's can a, just plug it in. and a it level works. two charger. It's a level two charger. comes with, a, charger oh, wow. comes with it a vehicle. Comes with. Instead of with the, the newer leaves. Right. Yes. Oh, that's, that's a fantastic
1: there. deal. Yeah. From what I understand, those are about um, $2,000 if you go yes. in the aftermarket. <laughs> <So>
2: <laughs> you have to have it installed yet. It comes back about yeah. $2,000. Yes.
1: Fantastic. I really do appreciate the time. Anything else you want to... Uh, tell the folks in Maui about Nissan and um
2: yeah I mean if there's anything I can do for you guys just let me know yeah come of just to Tim
1: Torres <laughs> thank you <laughs> I do appreciate it thank you very much sir Maha. Alright, so we're here at the Jim Falk Motors of Maui with Jesse Jennison. Chevrolet, yeah? We're talking about Chevrolet. We specifically want to talk about the Bolt because that is the plug-in electric vehicle. We actually rented one last year, I don't know if I mentioned. Um, had a fantastic experience. What we, came, we actually rented that a Tesla X and we came away with one thought, was that Tesla had made an autonomous vehicle that you have to drive today and Chevy made a car that just happens to be electric. <laughs> It's a really good conversation. Um, So we're heading off to SPI, which is a big trade show uh, in California, specifically renewable energies. There was a lot of buzz about uh, vehicle-to-grid, grid-balancing, using all these batteries that we're manufacturing. And we thought it would be a really good idea to come out to all the dealers and talk about um, the vehicles that are on offer today. I mean, it already makes economic sense. We ran the numbers, and you can save a couple hundred dollars in gas every year just buying power from the utility, even at our Thank you. the cat Thirty-two cent per kilowatt hour rates, but if you have solar on your house, it makes even more economic sense. Um, what can you tell me about the new Bolt, and, and what else is on offer from, from Chevrolet? Yeah,
6: man, it's boy, it's an exciting, it's an exciting time in the automobile industry because of this. You know, this changeover. You're absolutely. And I think that number is conservative. I think customers can save way more, probably more into the thousands dollars a year uh, in gas savings. And, and you got to remember, these electric cars, no oil changes. There's less moving parts. And we are very blessed to live in in Hawaii, where we have one of the best climates for electric cars. You know, we don't have extreme differences in temperatures, and that's great. You know, you're not going to get less mileage in the winter. We actually have two electric cars in the Chevy lineup right now. We have the Volt and the Bolt, one with a V, one with a B. Mm -hmm. Both of them are phenomenal. And uh, for here in Hawaii, uh, the Chevy Bolt with a 238-mile range is um, right now right up there with the,
0: the,
7: the
6: Teslas as far as range. And then we have a really cool... Car called the Volt, which is a uh, gives you a fifty-two mile range, all electric, mm-hmm. and has a small displacement gas extension or and extender, uh, which is perfect. The average commuter uh, on the mainland commutes about forty miles a day. Mm-hmm. Here on the island, it's a little less. So the Volt's a great way to be able to commute to and from work solely on electric. And you know, if you decide to go to Hana, or you know, don't have to worry so much maybe about Still that range anxiety. That yeah. yeah. So we have two security, yeah. full electric yeah. vehicles. In uh, in the GM lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them are phenomenal We're excited to see what the future holds with them but nice. um, the Bolt's an awesome car on top of being um, I think it's kind of that tweener It's, I think it's got a little bit more range in the leaf mm-hmm. um, you know maybe you don't want to spend the money on a Tesla I feel like that Bolt's kind of that in between vehicle you know it's very quick and nimble you have a 238 mile range um, but with a less of a price tag than maybe let's say a Tesla. Nice you have a lot of interest from folks coming in looking for electric
1: vehicles yet or? it's
6: growing it's it growing it's more 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 and more, you know, because exactly what you said, it's starting to make sense. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you sit down and you look at it solely, especially here on the island, you you own a home, you, you have the solar panels, which are very popular here. You know, with a 238 mile rate, I, I only need to charge maybe once a week.
1: Yeah, you really. Know. Yeah, I mean, my
6: my mother-in-law hasn't been to a gas station in three years. Three years. Three oh, years. That's yeah, she borrowed my car the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, just put some gas in it." And she was like, "It was weird." What's that? You forget? Weird. How? She, yeah, she was like, "It was." I did, it didn't dawn on me that she had not been into a gas station
1: for three years. Unbelievable. Yeah. So you were talking about uh, before we started this. We we're talking about the interface, the plugs that you have to plug in. Um, right now, how many standards are there right now? Do you know? I, you know, I don't. There are too many. There's it's, too many. It's kind of you know, a
6: You know, what we were talking earlier is, you know, this is such a important movement in, in the industry for, you know, everything from climate control to, to global. And so if we could standardize one one plug from, like, the one ring to rule them all, if I may, you know, if I may <laughs> nerd go. out, You're a good would, company, just, yeah. would just help you know it would help speed that process because a lot of the people i get well will work with this and does it work here and does it work here and you know and then you're you're looking at i don't know just standardize one charging system one plug agree on it because it's going to help everybody and it's going to help the future of, of you know the electric car as in the years to come knowing that i can buy this car and anywhere there's a plug i can charge
1: Excellent, excellent. Well, listen, uh, do appreciate the time. If you're interested in the Chevy Bolt, come and see Jesse over uh, here at the uh, Jim Falk Chevrolet. And, uh, again, really do appreciate the design, sir. Thank, hey, you, thank you, sir. Best of luck. So here we are at Jim Falk Jeep with... Mark Michaels. Mark Michaels. Do appreciate the time, sir. Uh, so you were telling me a funny story. We, there's really not a lot of electric going on here right now, but you're telling me a funny story. You happen to have a uh, Ford Fusion Energy. Yeah, Ford Fusion Energy, and uh, and, and there's there's an issue with, with the gasoline engine. You know, you do have to start it every once in a while, but you were, you. <laughs> yeah, me we, again.
7: Uh, we had solar panels uh, on our house, so my wife would charge the car every day, and she was getting about a thousand miles to a gallon a thousand miles a uh, gallon <laughs> okay because she was never using the gas motor and finally i told her hey you, you need to start this car once in a while you got to let the electricity deplete out just to, <laughs> she always kept
1: it topped off which is actually a better thing i mean you don't want to drain those batteries a hundred percent um that's actually really bad for them but but it's funny <laughs> i think you would never have to ever fill up a thousand miles to the gallon is it looks like a fun number
7: <laughs> yeah i think it like uh when we made it to the one year mark i said we really need to get an oil change yeah I didn't include this in the part of the story, and uh, the little computer on the car said the oil was still like 87% good <laughs> a- after a year. You know? That's, excellent. that's yeah, excellent. we just kept on charging and charging and charging with solar. It was awesome. Nice. And
1: that's that's essentially driving on sunshine, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> that's we cool. Got um, sun. So back on task here, I mean, you don't see a lot of electric vehicles coming through here yet. Do
7: you have a lot of people asking about them? Uh, A a lot of people do. I mean, a lot of people here more ask for the hybrids, Mm -hmm. but uh, the people who do buy the hybrids are always like, you know, how can we upgrade? How do we get to 220 volt? You know, Mm -hmm. what do we need to do? I mean, you know, type scenario to, they want to get the most out of their hybrid electricity vehicles. Yeah, absolutely. They want that thousand (laughs) mile
1: per gallon number. All right. Really do appreciate So we
3: are sitting in the Ford dealer. Valley Isle Motors. Maui's, one of Maui's oldest auto dealers and the first dealership in the Jim Falk Auto Group. My name is Brian Seidman, and I am a Ford and Mazda salesperson, and I am also an electric certified salesperson.
1: Oh, excellent. So you are the guy to talk to. Fantastic. Um, So yeah, we've been talking to a lot of the dealers on island about electric vehicles, where they fit in the market. Uh, I think I mentioned we're going to SPI next week. And how do you see the whole electric vehicle market kind of shaping up on Maui right now? Are a lot of people asking about them? Um.
0: I think, you know,
3: price and affordability is very important. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, electric cars are in like a a quick development stage, so they're... They're, the technology is increasing very quickly, so for people to buy one as a purchase mm-hmm. is not really uh, something I see a lot of. Pe- there are more people who are interested in leasing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ford made an electric Focus, and I have leased several of those, and the people who own them are very satisfied with them. Mm-hmm. They have a range of about 80 miles to them, depending if you go uphill or downhill, which sure. is a big it issue here, here in Maui. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ford had big incentives, Plus the government had big incentives, so they were very affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, that offsets the lack of utility that an electric car has. Remember, if you if you just decide one morning that you want to go to Hana, you got to think about charging. And right. so that range anxiety issue is really uh, something for people. I mean, I do understand the competitors have like the Bolt has almost a 200 mile range. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be much more effective. But I understand that's a more expensive car, so that right. offsets the right. issue. Ford will become Coming out with an electric hybrid next year, mm-hmm. it's going to be an Escape electric car. Ford's okay. been talking about that. That's something we haven't had before,
7: mm-hmm.
3: or it's or a hybrid. So that will provide people and you know a new level of utility, a mm-hmm. larger vehicle with more cargo space, and better fuel economy. Um, I don't know anything about how the pricing is going to be, but Ford's the thing about Ford's electric or hybrid cars is they do drive like regular vehicles. Mm-hmm. Then that I have driven in the in the Nissan LEAF and it has kind of a more of a go-kart kind of feel. I know people love the LEAF. I'm not neck downing it. I'm just saying it has a different driving uh, characteristic. The Fords have driving characteristics like a normal gasoline car. One question I always want to ask, and, and I think you probably get this a lot, is when are we going to get an electric
1: or hybrid pickup?
3: Yeah, I understand Ford's well on their way of, of putting that um, one thing that came out right now is there's a diesel pickup they came a mm-hmm. 150 diesel pickup that came out mm-hmm. which will provide more torque and more um, more utility for the in the 150s market segment you know people who drive use pickups use them for their utility sure. so the pickup truck has to have bed capacity it has to have maneuverability four-wheel drive is an issue all of those things add weight to the vehicle Mm -hmm. and i think most customers i talk to you cannot get over the concept of power to weight ratio right so the heavier a vehicle is it's going to have to have larger batteries it's going to have to have a bigger Mm -hmm. motor it's going to weigh more and that that is an engineering challenge for anyone sure excellent
1: good information anything else you want to uh, share with the the folks of maui yeah
3: i think i think that out that Ford has a brand, a very wide range of vehicles that provide lots of utility for people right now. Mm-hmm. And I am happy to talk to anyone about that. Um, I am here all the time. We have, uh, and also I think in 2019 we're going to have a small truck, the Ford Ranger, mm-hmm. that's going to come out. It's going to have a 2.3 liter engine in it. Mm-hmm. It's a similar engine that's in the in the Focus RS, the performance Focus, and I think people are going to be really. That's going to be a really exciting vehicle for people. I know it's not electric, but it's a more efficient pickup truck, and that is a very big selling vehicle in this market. Right, Brian.
1: Really do appreciate the time. If you need. To uh, information about Ford's electric offerings. Brian is the guy to talk to. Come on down and see him.
3: All right. Thank you very much, Jason. Aloha. Aloha.
1: All right. So, I mean, that was a really, really cool journey around to all our local dealers. The one thing I can say is that like, we started at the head of the show, they are all very invested in it. It's they, They're all very aware. They all are big on education. They all wanted to take the time to talk to us, which we, when going in, we didn't know. <laughs> we fully expected to be turned away at the door.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, my thought was, hey, these fellows are out here trying to sell the cars. They don't want us bothering them. But actually, there was a lot of enthusiasm yeah. and a lot of appreciation for uh, the, kind of the direction the market's taking. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So no matter what your uh, vendor of choice for automobile is,
1: you've got some great options. You can certainly go talk to the folks we talk talk to or anybody there but do your research
0: find yourself a good ev yeah and special thanks uh to uh the, the participating companies or here on maui uh to, hey folks this has been the solar coaster uh thanks so much for tuning in we are sponsored by maui solar project tabuchi electric america sonen battery pika energy and sundrum solar have a great weekend aloha friday folks